0: You are Locked On Padres, your daily San Diego Padres podcast, part of the
1: Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked on to the Texas Rangers and locked on to the San Diego Padres. I'm Bryce Paddock, host of the Locked On Rangers podcast, joining me is javier reyes host of the locked on padres podcast before we end today's show this episode is brought to you by fanduel sportsbook official sportsbook of locked on make every moment more visit fanduel.com locked on today to get started javi how are you doing today i saw your your wild gesticulations out of the corner of my eye while i was reading that intro how are you doing buddy
0: i'm doing fantastic everybody you could check me out on Twitter at javapeno. You know how to do it. He spelled my at slightly incorrectly. If you're watching, did I the really? YouTube. Yeah, the I really? P is supposed to be lowercase.
1: Oh well, it's okay
0: though. It's okay though because to be honest with you, it's endearing now. Uh, looking it sh- at it, it's it should- a giant p.
1: Look, I'm just saying that it should have been capitalized. That's more on you than it is on me. Um, so it's fine here. We're, we're here with uh, two teams that are are not broke boys for the first <laughs> time in in quite a few years. Um, well, I guess your team has been less broke. Both of our teams have been less broke boy in the recent years. And I, I feel like that's the thing that definitely needs to lead off this podcast yes. as um, there have been some some fans of, of certain teams. I'm not going to name names, po- possibly even hosts in our own network. I'm not, not naming names. I never, would never name a name. That um, mm-hmm. I think that not spending money is actually really cool and good and that teams who spend money... And don't immediately win the World Series are dumb. I think both of, both of us are, are of the same mind that mm-hmm. that's a silly mentality. And spending money from your billionaire owners on their baseball team to make it good is actually a, a good thing. I don't know. What, what, what are your thoughts on
0: this? Oh, let's do this, man. I'm ready. I was born ready for this. Look, here's the thing. First of all, I just want to shout out um, specifically. Uh, well, my buddy Tatis right here at the bobblehead. But also... I want to just shout out us from going to sad boys to rich boys both of our teams now more so my team just because of historically they had never spent at least they're never and then recently they returned to form you know what i mean they they made that comeback but it's just one of my greatest pet peeves and this is why i reached out to you at least part of why i reached out to you we're gonna be talking about profile a little bit later and you know jump into the odds the specific FanDuel Sportsbook Odds for World Series, but one of my new biggest pet peeves, last year, it was millionaires versus billionaires, uh, when people would bring that up, it really annoyed me, as if (laughs) people don't understand that even Mike Trout pales in comparison to a billionaire, right? To the Um, poorest owner? Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't get me wrong, Mike Trout is doing fine. I'm not trying to imply that he isn't, but anyway, I don't want to get into the whole lockout stuff and... Ooh, everybody we missed two Thank, weeks of spring thankfully training thankfully
1: we're thankfully we're finally past that look yeah well we'll get into why that was a big deal actually i think it was a, it was we, a good thing because that's the, two
0: weeks of spring training hey wait a minute why is it my team spending i thought what, what happened Look,
1: anyway. that was that was a drastic two weeks all right for us content makers there was a lot was, of just it was yeah it was um, it
0: was um but now my new pet peeve is people love making the joke after, whether it be the Padres, and they made that especially in 2018-2019 when they signed Manny Machado, and they've been doing it a lot lately with your team. The, wow, all that money just to finish third place, or fourth place, or whatever place, second but whatever it is.
1: It was, it was fourth place in the AL West, unfortunately.
0: Fourth place in the AL West. Better than, than, fifth, better than better, fifth. Better than fifth. Better than an improvement than mine from is, last year. <laughs> Biden is like third. They usually said third for us, but now it's second because the Giants just, you know, fell Yeah. But <laughs> I think that the reason it gets me so mad is uh, on a variety of levels that I probably should have written down so I could be more specific. But mm-hmm. one of them is that it implies it, there's such a like arrogance to it when you make these comments. And I'm not talking about people who are just trolling, right? People who are trolling, they're, they're not like thinking through it and whatnot. And as you said there's some hosts on the network that believe in this but my thing is you're we literally just saw the Philadelphia Phillies who had the worst defense in baseball spend a ton of money <laughs> and honestly not too long ago look like they might be in trouble because they didn't have a farm system right they didn't have a really good farm system they they didn't have one a lot of their of former top board.
1: prospects a guy who was a top 30 prospect in all of baseball Spencer Howard it turned out he was not good um unfortunately <laughs> yeah. I had to learn that firsthand but um
0: yeah. And you you see them literally make it to the World Series. You see the Padres that they paid Manny Machado. And sure, they weren't good the first year, which I know we're going to talk about this with you. They paid some the other people that they paid some other people. But the Manny thing, everyone was like, wow, like what a, a loser. Why would you go to the Padres like they stink <laughs> and all these things? And it's because they had all these prospects. The, the basically is just that we live in a sports ecosystem that routinely, routinely I love, 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 <laughs> let me repeat, love all these numbers dorks. And what I mean by that is the numbers dorks who oh, you love me? will give you expected stats and projections, and then they're like, I can't believe this guy's good. It's like, yeah, because it's sports. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to come out here and say Nick Martinez is going to win the Cy Young. Oh, you oh it's know. the people. it's the That's people who think unlikely. that
1: Martin Perez was like, badly like oh his expected stats i'm like yeah but he had like 196 innings in a a sub 3 era like there was not a whole lot of people in baseball who did that i don't care what expected stats said like he performed like yeah you do it on the field and the expected stats are fun and good and whatever but like yeah
0: and it's it's it almost implies actually and here's the second part of it aside from the arrogance from it another big thing of mine and i've been saying this on my show forever the the brain worm disease that teams who don't spend money have tossed on their fan bases and it's, the
1: non-profits in, like the reds
0: yeah <laughs> the they've successfully done this where they've ingratiated themselves with fans in a way not all of them i'm not going to say every fan base you know the marlins are a good example but uh your clevelands your milwaukee's your seattles a bunch of these teams and i'm get me wrong they're, they're fine organizations but they've somehow convinced their fans that jumping out and being like, you know what, let's go get George Springer. You know what, let's go get Carlos Correa. You know what, blah, 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 That it's somehow not a good thing. And my my issue with that is, yes, you need to build the farm. It's very important. It gives you wiggle room. That's how Padres have won Soto. That's how they have – I know they traded for Tatis, but he was basically a Padres prospect, right? It's very important.
1: You had to, you had to build but, up your farm with prospects like a uh, major leaguer – was it James Shields?
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Love James Shields. Like a watched James
1: Shields, so you can go yeah. get a Fernando Tatis Jr. at age Exactly uh, like seven or whatever he was when he yeah, I think the trade.
0: Actually, yeah, it's crazy. He's actually still like ten right now. It's crazy. Um <laughs> Oh they... speaking
1: of, I need to I don't know if you saw the, the one of the greatest comments I've ever had, um a a Rangers fan, or I'm assuming, um, commented on a, a recent video just out, out of nowhere. I did not even mention Tatis or the Padres. Um but he just commented these uh four yeah four hashtags um hashtag tatis to texas hashtag we tried this the easy way now we are doing it the american way hashtag with drugs hashtag screw the rules we have money um oh
0: wait i did see this did no you no, this no in the group chat <laughs> i think I,
1: I think i might have just no no notes um yes uh, let's just let's just do that. Um, sorry um, to derail you, but I just needed you. No, to... it's fine. That's that's a <laughs>
0: phenomenal comment. But just to, just to finish my train of thought really quickly is that they've convinced their fans that having very clean, very tidy, right? There's no albatrosses. You know, what I'm saying two things that both of our teams in five years could very well have, and that's certainly a concern. But it implies that there's not any weaknesses almost with. Only building up your farm and only trying to find the cheap high value guys, you know. I mean? And there is a lot of value into that. Jake Cronenworth is huge. Hassan Kim is huge. You need those tertiary sort of players that balance things out. You can't only spend. Let me be very clear, because we have seen, courtesy of the New York Yankees, uh, that that won't always necessarily work. But my issue is that it's it's just like guys. Cleveland ain't been to the world series since like Beverly Hills cop came out. Well, they, they've you know, been, they, want, has they, they won. They blew a three, one lead.
1: The Cle- Cleveland did oh, blow a three, one lead in 2016 won a world series. My apologies. Yeah, yeah, to you yeah, very yeah. Much. Milwaukee
0: Wait. hasn't been to a world series since the first RoboCop came out. And <laughs> I just think that we, we give these teams credit because Milwaukee, it's like, well, they don't have that albatross. They don't have a Patrick Corbin. They don't have a Steven Strasburg. And what I love oh. about that is like, yes, but the nationals did win. You know what I'm saying? So it's this kind of, that's what drives me insane. Is it possible that the Rangers finish fourth? Yeah, it's probably more likely than not. But my issue is that it's just in the world of sports and even in baseball, which I know is so predicated on numbers and projections, it's just so frustrating that people are like, yeah, we actually should have less teams doing this. It's like, hey, Seattle, um, congrats on making the playoffs. I love their fans. I'm friends with a few. Um, You know, first time in 20 years just saying i don't know why you think you could start talking smack about how to build a baseball team I'm just throwing it out there. Oh boy. We will definitely get into that.
1: I'm gonna cut you off because we have we have more (laughs) on this subject to talk about than I thought we initially did. We're gonna get into all of that and more. First, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are here. They are very much here. And we are really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On. They are the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. Uh, yeah, it's way better because we have a whole graphic that I was totally supposed to put up 10 seconds ago, but it's fine. Uh, new customers can join today. with uh, Get $150 on free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel has your favorite bets from money line to point spreads. We'll get into that about baseball even later to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a bigger chance for a bigger payout at same-game parlay. All app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use so football fans don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL now let's get more into our teams who have spent a lot of money and all of these comments about spending all this money just to finish whatever and I think I mean I'm glad the Rangers are finally doing this and your cautionary tale about teams just spending and not building up the farm And I think the Ranger done a a decent job building up the farm obviously not quite anywhere near the level of the The prospects that have been coming through the system of San Diego Padres. Um, Miss you, AJ Preller. Um, Please come back. Um, Miss miss you a lot. Um, But anyway, (laughs) the Rangers have been doing a lot more of just spending. But the thing that I find most interesting about the Padres is that I think they've done a really, really good job of building up that farm, having those like mid tier, like pretty good players. Like they have a lot of guys who are like pretty good. And then you go out and get and spend a bunch of money on the stars because developing your own stars internally is very difficult. So that's why they go out and they spend money on the many Machados of the world. That's why they go trade for Juan Soto. But like of the, you know, guys on the outer edges, Jake Cronenworth is like a three, four win player who can play anywhere. And he's really darn good. Hassan Kim is a really darn good player and he can play pretty much anywhere. And like everywhere else, like, I mean, Trent Grisham has got his flaws, obviously, but like he's, he's a pretty good player. Like, and they have a lot of these guys that are just like pretty good. And then you go out and you get the stars and you have them surrounded by like pretty good players. And I think that's one of the things that the range have not done. But since the San Diego Padres, I mean, like, San Diego is not a like a tiny market, but like comparatively, it's right next to LA. Like it's not that huge. Granted, there's only the Padres and the what? What's the? I can't even think of the minor league hockey team that's there. But it's pretty much just a Padres town it's like at them, this point.
0: Aztecs, and that's it. <laughs> like, that's yeah, the basically. Aztecs. That's
1: that. That's the name of it. But it kind of shows that like these small market teams like. Seattle is, is, I think, a bigger market than San Diego. I think Cleveland is, maybe they're comparable. I don't know how big Cleveland is, but like all these other, like, you know, smaller market teams, it's like you don't get to hide behind that shield of, oh, we're small. We can't spend money anymore. Oh, no. It's like the Padres that did that. And they did that in a division with the freaking Dodgers, who have, like, been in the regular season, at least, like, probably the best team in baseball for the last. 10, 15 years and they're like, screw it, we're going for it. And I think that's amazing. I think that's really, really great for baseball as well. Mm
0: -hmm. I just think that fundamentally people need to like, there's just so much unknown. There's so much that's uncertain that imply when you're making fun of these teams, that they're just going to finish third, you're implying that it's better to just sit there and do nothing and hope that you get the next Tatis out of your farm system. And I just think that that's, that's. I think that's a mistake. I really do. And I think that there's a lot of teams in baseball that get – Look, let me tell you something. I- I'm going to say it.
1: Tell, say tell it. me something. Tell me something.
0: That last World Series, the Cardinals won, is doing a lot of heavy lifting. Don't get me wrong. Great organization. Did they, did they win what a World Series? Is, yeah. When was, when was that? Question mark? I think it was 06. Yeah, it was, it
1: was 06. It definitely wasn't two thousand eleven because that did not happen. That was when the Rangers won the World Series. Everyone knows this. Um Nelson Cruz hey, was Bryce, defensively was, substituted and he caught and uh, Andy Chavez um uh-huh. caught a ball on the warning track that like it could have been real problems for Nelson Cruz had Ron Washington yeah. uh-huh. not made the brilliant move to uh sub him out. Bryce, so um, yeah, we're in my own headcanon now.
0: I feel like I'm Robin Williams and Goodwill Hunting. It's it's okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. No. It's not your it's fault. Fair. It's You're fair. Okay. There's no Cardinals just, fans on
1: the podcast. We don't have to talk about it.
0: <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Cardinals, they won that World Series in 06, not 2011, in 06.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: They're really using that as an excuse to literally not spend on a single pitcher <laughs> since I was in high school. You know what I mean? Like, it's I, actually kind of insane. Dude, I can't
1: believe. like everyone Adam was, Wainwright, we're ready to go. <laughs> dude, I mean, 57 year old Adam Wainwright. Like one foot in the grave. I can't believe that more teams. I know I get the Mets being like weird, like whatever. Like apparently they just didn't like Jacob de and like, I mean, sure. I mean, I get not liking your two, two times Cy Young, homegrown, uh, you know, superstar with the best stuff on the planet. Like, whatever. If you want to go get an old man, Justin Verlander to replace him, whatever. That's your prerogative. But like other teams, like especially the Cardinals. Who like are in a crap division with a bunch of like bums who don't try hard, and like have got two the, the two best corner inf- two of the best corner infielders, two of the, like top five corner infielders in all of baseball for like pennies on the frickin' dollar in trades, and like have a bunch of like really great offensive players. Like you didn't want to go spend money on Jacob Degrom. Like you couldn't do five years, one eighty five. There's no reason you couldn't. There's absolutely no reason you could have, like couldn't have. And it just, it boggles my mind, man. And like, I really, not only for my own mental health and seeing like a really good baseball pitcher, um, the first one since you Darvish, beyond the Texas Rangers and doing good things. But I hope that everyone feels really stupid if, like, DeGrom is actually, like, really healthy for, like, most of this contract. Everyone's mm-hmm. going to look so incredibly stupid. The Mets, especially, I don't wish bad things on them, um, but, like, everyone's going to look really stupid for, like, not, for, like, overthinking of Like, this guy's insane. When he's on the mound, he's insane. And, like, he had two hurt seasons in, like, a 10-year career. But anyway... All this, I feel like we should we should get into some odds. Uh, FanDuel has um, some odds about the World Series, and uh, our they teams our teams have different odds. I, I will give you that. <laughs> um, I know that's uh, shocking. break yourselves. Uh, can you can you predict who who the favorites are? Who who is the the betting odds? Have you looked at these yet?
0: I have looked at the top few. I remember because on I was talking with someone yesterday, Lindsey Crosby Locked On MLB Prospects. We were talking. I heard about he's a, a prospect bit. encyclopedia. Um, I heard he is. He did AJ Morajon. So oh. shouts to, to Lindsey. Come on, man, you got to step your game. Now up. he's a, now um, he's like downgraded
1: to a about. a prospect dictionary.
0: Yeah, a prospect <laughs> dictionary. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> I believe it is the Astros and then the basically the Cowboys of baseball. The New York Yankees for second and odds, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, you are correct. Um, And then we have a tie tie for third place in the Dodgers and the Mets. And then we also have a tie for um, fifth place with um, two teams who were in the postseason last year. They're both in the NL. Um, Can you guess who those two teams are?
0: In the NL, I believe one of them will be the Atlanta Braves.
1: Mm -hmm. You are correct. Plus 1,000.
0: And then the other one will be the New York Mets.
1: Nope, we already had the Mets. Both plus 7.15. Wow,
0: I blanked. Sorry, 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 sorry. The San Diego Padres.
1: They are. Yes. Both of those teams are tied there. Uh, The Rangers are at plus 5,000. So they are tied with the uh, San Francisco Giants right in the middle of the pack. A little bit ahead of the Baltimore Orioles, which I find curious because... I think Baltimore is a little bit better for team. They clearly didn't have as good of an offseason. Uh, the Red Sox are at plus 8,000. Same with the Cubs. Um, at the very bottom end, at plus 100,000 is the Oakland Athletics. They are. They have twice as worse of odds as the next-to-worst odds, which I don't even think should be the next-to-worst odds. The next-to-worst odds are plus 50,000, which means you put down 100 bucks, and they win the World Series. You win... Fifty thousand. That's the Washington Nationals. Um, which, is like, I mean, that's it's, fine. I
0: mean, look, let's not pick like, on the Nationals.
1: No, no. Like, I think I think the Nationals are in like a half decent place because like the prospect they got in the in the Juan yeah. Soto deal are this fantastic I too. Like, I, I think would some put, of them are
0: going to start. You know, some of them will be ready soon. Uh, like, I'm not, not ready opening day.
1: Not the dunk on Ryland, but I I think the Royals should be there at like the second worst spot. I honestly think the like the A's like they did some. Some kind of weird, random things this offseason. And they're the A's. Like, I wouldn't bet on them to win the World Series. But, like, if they were, like, you know, plus 20,000. Some some kind of crazy numbers for, like, them to just, like, I don't know, make the playoffs. Like, I might put down, like, 20 bucks on them. Because, like, it's the A's. Like, even in years where... Like, the A's are such a weird franchise. Like, even years where, like, oh, no. They got they got a bunch of crap. They traded off their, all their best players. Like, they've got you know, their farm system is not really that good. Like they still end up like being like really scrappy and competitive and it's like they're such a weird franchise. Um but yeah the Rangers at plus five thousand ahead of ahead of the Orioles Where's and Seattle? the Red Sox. Um Seattle is plus sixteen hundred. And the So uh the Angels are ahead of the Rangers plus four thousand. So it goes um Astros alone uh, then Yankees, then Dodgers-Mets, then Padres-Braves, uh, then Phillies, Blue Jays, Mariners, Rays, Gar- Rays-Guardians, White Sox, Cardinals all have the same odds. Um, then Twins, Angels, Brewers, Giants, Rangers. Which, I don't know, I feel like the Rangers being in the same boat as as the Giants is like... The Rangers are in a better place than the Giants, I think. I mean, the Giants have had like a decent offseason, but like it was just so devastating, like not getting the two biggest guys on the market. I think that's a really, really big thing to miss out on. And Grant, I do like their moves. They're like fringe moves. It kind of pissed me off that they signed um, the uh, left fielder who hasn't played in like two years, who was formerly on the Mets, whose name I can't think of right now. Michael Conforto. Yeah, that's Boy. the one. I really, I really wanted him. I thought the Rangers were going to go get I him. I think
0: the dirty, I think the worst kept secret of baseball this offseason was Michael Conforto. I think every single team wanted him. They were like, this dude just missed a year for dumb reasons, basically. Like, well, he had shoulder he surgery, out. and it was a question of like, yeah.
1: is he going to play left field? And like the Boris, like string them, because Boris was trying to get him signed last year, and everyone's like, nah, this guy isn't playing. Like, the, like you, you know, he's yeah. not playing. And there's some weird stuff going on with, with left fielders now. Um, but I kind of wanted to look in, go back, circle back to our original our original topic of just, like, I, I listed out all the big contracts that both of our teams have dealt out in the last couple of years. And, like, for all the, the the I don't know, hullabaloo that's been made of it, like, at least my team, like, they neither of these teams have, like... Like an insane amount of like massive, massive, stupid big contracts. So I'll, I'll read out all the, all the ones that the Rangers signed. These are all deals that are hundred million plus that both of our teams have signed in the last three years, four years. I don't know what since whenever Manny Machado signed. That's the first one that I did in this list. Anyway, the Rangers have three. They have Corey Seager, ten years, three hundred twenty-five million. I feel like that's a fair deal. I mean, he was he was fine last year. Marcus Simeon, seven years. 175 million. It's probably going to look bad at the back half. I mean, so is Seager's deal. And then you have Jacob DeGrom, 5 years, 185 million. Best pitcher on the planet for the last 4 years when he's healthy. Hope he's healthy. Medical look good. And that's it. That's it. Those are the those are the three big contracts. The Rangers are in a massive market, and they're still like they just now with the like four other pitchers that they signed, they r- literally redid their entire rotation in one offseason like now they're finally back in the top 10 of payroll which like last year even with those two massive signings and John Gray who was a you know medium signing they were still like i think in the bottom half of baseball in terms of payroll and then we look at the the Padres they have in uh, in order of money Fernando Tatís Jr 14 years 340 million that's a that's a good chunk of change for a very good place baseball player Manny Machado 10 years 300 million which he could opt out after this year he might, but I, I still don't think he's going anywhere beside the Padres, as despite what Mets fans are saying about them getting Otani and Machado, which just, like, whew, boy, um, calm down, Mets fans. And they have Xander Bogarts, 11 years, 280 million. That's a big chunk of change, but I think he's going to hold up and at least be a pretty darn good hitter, even by the end of that deal. And then you have Joe Musgrove, five years, 100 million. Like, this is not, like, I don't know, like... 2002 Yankees that just like spent on literally everybody. Like, I don't see any deals that are like Jacoby Ellsbury deals. Like Mm -hmm. these are all pretty good deals that like, Mm -hmm. I think all these guys are going to hold up. Like DeGrom's got some questions, obviously Simeon's going to be like 38 by the end of the contract. Seeger's going to be like 38 by the end of his contract as well. And Bogarts probably isn't playing shortstop in like, three years, maybe two years, but like Mm -hmm. all these guys are still really solid, good players. Like I don't really see. And then obviously the, the big old trade for Juan Soto, he's probably going to hit free agency, but still got what, two more full seasons of him.
0: Mm -hmm. I think that in fairness to my earlier thing about, you know, that we can't just pretend that we know what's going to happen for all we know, Xander Bogarts might not be any good after four years, et cetera, et cetera. We already saw you know the Padres have a have a history of signing uh, big time players that then become pretty useless uh, pretty quickly. Um, one of them who is now currently on the Chicago Cubs. Can you say his um, name now? Now I he's not on your say team. His name, Eric I can't even you. <laughs> that was I, don't, so- I don't know that my my
1: my listeners know about your whole beef with Hosmer not saying his name. Oh,
0: my hottest take, honestly, is that like aside from Soto, the best move they've ever made was getting rid of him. I don't even care if like <laughs> I don't even care if they're still paying him. I just wanted him off my team so bad. But with both been, of our teams, I've been so, there, man. I've been there. Look, and don't get me wrong, they could go bad and just the way. But I just think that. One, hey, a lot of people probably would have thought that it was dumb last year because they said, oh, well, the Giants. The Giants are going to be in front of the Padres. <laughs> and it's just things change year to year. Bryce, to be honest with you, I think the Rangers might finish better than the Mariners next year because I like their rotation a lot. And it's Mariners deep, just too. kind of looked at this really big free agent class and they were like, yeah, nah. we're good with J.P. <laughs> Crawford. Uh, so that's cute. I hope that hey, works
1: no, out No, they got um, – who did they get? They got A.J. Pollock. So – yeah, they, they spent, got
0: like Pollock, They traded for t. Oscar Hernandez. The types of moves they, they did that make, make baseball nerds happy because they aren't these giant, uncomfortable, scary contra. I don't, you know, like it's like the Grim Reaper coming your way, but don't tell ignoring. anybody.
1: But I, I think that's t- entirely possible. But I, I don't want to like talk trash on the Mariners because they're so high on, um, <clears throat> you know, their one playoff appearance and you know winning mm-hmm. two whole postseason games. Um, this Which,
0: is really funny. I like it. Let's beef with the Mariners, man. I'm uh, ready. Let's freaking I, do it. I don't I've, know. I'm why, ready to have
1: beef. Moves, I had so. a lot of like a lot of like really great will towards like Mariners fans for like oh like oh they're lovable losers. And I had a friend who like worked in social for them this year, and then she doesn't work for them anymore. And then like Mariners fans were like oh yeah we're great we're the dynasty. I was like okay wow you yeah, all really got ahead of yourselves. Look, real don't quick.
0: get me wrong. I get it. If, <laughs> if it I already time, I already
1: declared my official beef um, with uh, locked on Mariners. Love those. Guys, but um, I've declared official beef. I don't know if they listen to the podcast. They're good people, but I, you know, like it's fun to have some beef, like some sports beef, with like absolutely man. no real life consequences. Um, but before we get out of here, there is one guy who I want to talk about. Um, I did mention AJ Pollock, a guy who I wanted for the Rangers to have, and for the last like, <clears throat> basically since. Since the news of of uh, of the last Rangers pitcher signing, um, I have been like, all right, the Rangers need to get a left fielder and a, a bullpen arm, and main, mainly a left fielder. And I have just been going back and forth and back and forth through all of that. And there is one left fielder who is on the market, who has been on both of our teams, who is very near and dear to both of our hearts, and that is... The first prospect I ever loved, the man who made me love prospects, who I uh, slightly spite him for um, because it's broken my heart ever since. But I've never given up on him. That is one jerks and profar. Why, Why is this man not signed yet to a massive deal? I'm so confused, man. I'm so confused.
0: Profare, man Profare. that's what i that's how i always say his name i don't know why i add that to it he's from
1: curacao man he's not
0: from italy i don't know why i do that i still don't know why i do that (laughs) i know i I know how to pronounce his name it's just that it's like i don't know why i shout that whatever he does well it's like how i say springer for george springer it's like just one of those random things that i've added to a player anyway um look with Profar. I don't know what's going on exactly because in theory, this is like a player that should be really interesting. He's like a two to three win player. Um, I think that his defense might get a little bit um overvalued just because I think a lot of it, and I'd have to check on this, might have been due to just an ins- obscene amount of outfield assists that he had in like the it's, first month. Yeah, his season. his
1: outs above average uh were, were not good last year. Yeah. Like according yeah. according to baseball Savant.
0: But like and there was a point when he was good, but I think that's because early on in the season he threw out like seven guys. You know what I mean like and I think that that because he, of that, the defensive I'm sorry I'm sorry just matrix. him
1: him throwing out guys like of a guy I'm I'm sure you know his story and, and maybe, maybe I know Rangers fans do. maybe 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 the rest of Padres fans don't know but this this is a guy who's a former like number 1 overall prospect like you see what Francisco Lindor is doing that, that was supposed to be Jerks and Profar. Like, he was that. He was a switch hitter playing elite defense with great on-base skills and a decent uh, power numbers. And he had this shoulder surgery, this shoulder injury um, in 2014, the year from hell for the Rangers. And that whole, like, 26, 2010 to 2016 run, that was the one year the Rangers, everybody was hurt and everything went to crap. And uh, Profar was out for the season. And then they that was the year that they traded uh, Ian Kinsler for Prince Fielder. Cause like, Oh, pro Profar is going to be here in second base alongside Elvis Andrews. And then like, he had another shoulder injury. He just like, was never the same. And like, he basically had the yips with Oakland and like, that's why he moved to the outfield. Like he just like, could not throw from second base. And the fact that he's like throwing it all, like his, his arm is still attached and he's still doing good baseball. Like makes my heart really happy. Um, but like, if this is the offensive player you're supposed to be, maybe a little bit more power, but like I'm glad to see him like thriving at all and having a pretty good major league career. I just I think yeah. it's about time for him to freaking sign already because what are yeah. these teams doing?
0: I don't know if it's some case of just asking for too much money. And in fairness, I do think that there would be some concerns with him. It's not like he smashes the ball all that hard. He did have a really big fall off in the second half, but for me, he uh, should uh, ask for all the, the gu- money in
1: the world. Dang it
0: this just the good vibe. yeah exactly just the good vibe. give it to him. the fact that i think he's one of those guys and i might write about this for just baseball actually just why he hasn't been signed yet and just maybe it's this interesting idea where this guy kind of has a a, a two two kind of halves of his career one which is kind of a injury riddled maybe bad situation just didn't go well a uh, situation that starts off poor then he's like looks like he's going to be out of the league he looks like he's going to be you know the next um I'm blanking on his name that threw a pitch for the first time last year. Who's was the top, like the number one pick in like 2011. I forgot his name. About,
1: um, uh that you are talking about Matt Bush.
0: No, not Matt Bush. Which, I, whose I who story
1: is similar. Yeah.
0: Um, but he did that this year. And then Profar comes to the A's and he has, you know, an okay season. He hits for power. Then he kind of, you know, falls off a little. Then he comes to the Padres, right? If, in that trade, they bring him over and he kind of has some of his best moments and best time here. And, after all of that despite the last time like the first time i heard jerks and profar it was like the first avengers movie hadn't even come out yet right despite all that he's turning 30 and i think that's his biggest selling point as teams have to look at it and say is what he did with the padres just the first of many is it just the first step of him it is transitioning into a new type of player or is it just that he's not very good and it's not worth paying uh, for that because it's I think both sides of this coin make a lot of sense But I'm really curious to see where he signs and if he does come back to the Padres the I will enjoy seeing his smile And the good vibes
1: Dude, sure. he, he has one of the best smiles at all of baseball. He always oh. has uh, for those who weren't watching him, when he came up, he came up as a 19 year old, like, and he, he homered on his first plate appearance. It was, it was a game where, uh, Ian Kinsler had gotten hurt. So the Rangers had him and he was dominating in double A. He was 19 years old. They call him up on a road trip to Cleveland. First at bat was major league career. Hits a home run down the right field line. It's just beautiful, amazing moment. I like just started following prospects and I was just like, Oh my God, they're all going to be like this. It's going to be so amazing. He's going to be the next big thing. It's going it's to be so great. And then just, no. No. Things went off the handle. I mean, his last year in Texas, he did really well. He was playing uh, a lot of everywhere. He was basically super ut- utility at that point in 2018. Kind of a, a wish-washy club. He had his career high in OPS of 793, 20 home runs, 35 doubles, um, and on base in the 330s, like slugs in the 450s, like... He had a really good year, and the Rangers traded him at, like, well, not the peak of his value, because, like, when he first came up, there were talks about him being traded for Giancarlo Stanton. Like, that's that's the kind of prospect he was in 2012, Giancarlo Stanton, like, before he won the MVP and hit, like, 56 home runs or whatever in a season. Like, he was that kind of a guy. And so the Rangers have already uh, done wrong by me and not filling that left field hole with uh, – uh, Joseph Nicholas Gallo, and the least they could do is is fill that hole with jurors and Profar, Bring one of my other prospect sons home. And if if not, it'll be fine. But like, I just I want something to happen. I want him to go somewhere good and somewhere he'll be loved and appreciated. And it theoretically, be Dana, can win
0: right. You know, it should happen any day now. It really should. He's still just hanging out available.
1: I love um, that, like, Scott Boris has time for Jerks and Profar now. It's like, <laughs> yep, he's like, hey, guys, I know you signed on those other guys. All right, Scott, let's was get my deal with done. Correa
0: for, like, four weeks, right? Like, so maybe that's why it <laughs> didn't happen. He had to, like, renegotiate eight different times, so that's probably
1: why. I, I, and now Jerkson's like, yeah, I can get a hold of you, man. Everybody's Everybody's gone. There was this, uh, this Japanese pitcher that signed with um, the Oakland A's for, like, $3 million, who Boris was at his yeah. uh, press conference,
0: so it's like, I'm sure.
1: I'm sure Jerkson's hitting up his line like every day. Like, all right, Scott, what's yeah. what's going on, it's man? It's like a Jerry
0: Maguire when like Tom Cruise <laughs> is trying to reach out to all of his his elite level talents, and then he only <laughs> has one guy left that he has to now go to. This whatever, this is Jer- like <laughs> this is Jerkson from far. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Except he's
1: actually great. I love him so much. Show but me I'm, the money. I'm honestly so glad that he's just like been able to rebuild his career after me too the hot mess it was and hopefully it's in Texas honestly like just go go somewhere nice go go get a big secure your bag um and go kick some butt because I'm very much looking forward to it um but yeah I I think
0: Padres and the Rangers win the offseason
1: uh yes because I was was having that fight last year I think I think the Rangers did the one of the hardest thing like the Mets went from like I don't know if the Mets. How much better the Mets got? Like, which is feels weird to say with all they did. If they added Correa, then obviously they got a lot better. But I don't think they got like that much better. But the Rangers went from like, I think team that like probably should have been about five hundred last year, if not for some weird breaks and some mismanagement, whatever. But like they added Bochy, I think that's gonna be great. And they like literally like their whole thing was like, all right, we need to add like three pitchers, and they added seventeen. And they also added the best one on the freaking market. And so, I don't know. And the Padres, they they added a piece they didn't need, but makes them so much better. So, like, yeah, that is, and I think they're the favorite. They're, they're my favorites now in the NOS. Like, I, I really think they they could win it there, and that would be amazing. And I'd be very, very happy for you if they did that.
0: Thank you, man. I appreciate it.
1: Well, I think I think that's all I got. If if that's all you got, man.
0: Yeah, man. Hey, look it's it's been an off season, you know. It's, <laughs> it it's has been really long. Uh, excited for the World Baseball Classic and whatnot. Excited oh. to see where Jerks and Profar goes. But I wish that I happened in like everyone.
1: in January because <laughs> this time is know, so right? dead.
0: I know, right? I just want to remind everyone: stop making fun of the Rangers. We don't know. There's gonna be, there might be some random Jake Cronenworth-esque type of guy that they've got in their farm and say who the heck is on your team, like a Leotis Tavares or a Brad Miller, those guys that don't no, have. Well, don't, don't,
1: don't say Brad Miller. No, Josh Young is going to have a good season. No. I think to be no, a, th- I'm saying, a I'm two, saying, I'm saying like, player.
0: maybe those guys, you know, a player like that gets hurt or they trade them or whatever. And then the cups comes this guy who all of a sudden is going to be a really helpful asset. And then it's like, Oh my God, now you're getting the bench and all that. Now all of a sudden you're quickly becoming a contender because you spent on all these superstar players, like your DeGrom, like your Marcus Simeon, like your Corey Seager. I kind of like Brock Burke. I think the bullpen might be a little oh, bit better. You brought uh, in my boy, a man Bruce a man, Bochy, a man after my own Brock heart. About Brock Burke. Um, <laughs> and then you have um, what's his face, John Gray, if he can stay healthy. Right, Martin Perez. They have a lot. of They have a lot 80% of guys. Of what he was last year, I think the Rangers are going to be fun. Yeah, I really I, I
1: think they will too. And I I, we'll, I we'll wish
0: that whoop your butt, but or well, I mean, maybe probably. maybe we won't. I'm going to feel bad about it. I, I still got love for our boy Bruce Bochy. I, yeah. I got to show some love to the guy. You, gotta, I gotta you gotta I got to
1: show some love it. to the the former Padres great of, of all these Rangers them? that I have. I totally
0: forgot they did that. I, I know. totally forgot they brought him in. Damn. Ugh, if I only if, it if you only
1: y'all had re-signed uh, former Rangers great Jorge Alfaro after his amazing Dominican League performance. But um, I know. You know, it'll be fine. You got former Rangers great you uh, Darvish there and maybe maybe a reunion with, with former Rangers great Jerks and Profar and a lot of fun. Team spending money and not afraid to see where it goes. Javi, where can the fine folks listening to Locked On Rangers find you and all of your great work?
0: You could check me out on Twitter at Peno, J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. Sometimes I tweet dumb things on there that aren't baseball, though. So if you want to check out at LO underscore Padres, Check that out, too. Locked on Padres on YouTube. Check out Just Baseball. That is where my snazzy, sick, super dope shirt is from. Uh, that's basically it. Everybody uh, tune in. Everybody tune Yay. in. We're going to be talking about pitching soon.
1: Ooh, exciting. Uh, Locked on Padres. Listeners can find me on Twitter at Bryce Patrick. You can find the show at Locked on Rangers. We got the regular one without any underscores. Uh, suck it. Uh, New York Rangers. Um, or... You can find uh, my work. Just go subscribe to your local newspaper. If it's the Dallas Morning News, then great. If it's not, then then great. Support local journalism. And uh, listen to Lockdown Padres and Lockdown Rangers for all of your baseball podcasting needs and for your second listen of the day go check out locked on MLB prospects host Lindsey Crosby as we said earlier is a prospect encyclopedia and he was going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow it's free and available wherever you get your podcast thank y'all so much for listening and subscribing and until next time don't forget to enjoy baseball.